This is The Michael Bryan Show. Hi everyone, welcome back to the show and today I'm joined with Jazz Martha who is a trendsetter with millions of followers on Instagram, he's an entrepreneur, business owner and the founder of Limitless X and I am super happy to have him on the show. We cover everything from his health practices, morning routines and also he shares his story as well. He also shares his best and worst advice for success. So we start off with his story and then dive into our rapid fire round. So without any further preamble from me, let's dive in. Jas, thanks for being a guest on the show. Oh, likewise. Thanks for having me on. I'm excited for this. So one of the things that i really excited about regarding your story is that you actually started in business from an early age. You actually became successful and then you actually managed to hit a roadblock or almost lose everything when you were 16. Like, could you share a bit about that for people that don't know? Um, yeah, I mean, I was young, you know, at that time. Um, so when I was 16, I actually, I actually sold my first, um, business and, uh, what used to happen was I would, you know, I'd blow money every night. So it doesn't matter how much, really, it doesn't matter how much you have coming in. It matters how much you have going out. So, um, you know, it was, it was, it was more so about management, not knowing how to manage money and not understanding the value of it. And it just recklessly just spending it uh to go down to zero and have to build up again so this happened to me a couple of times and it was more so about um knowing not knowing how to spend and where to spend so is there anything you can point to that was running through your mind maybe like how you managed to keep these spends where they were at did you ever question that side of it as in back then or now but back then, really, there were people that may be struggling with the, the financial side themselves. Um, I mean, you know what? I would just say don't, don't, um, I would say the advice I would give anybody is um, if you're, if you're earning money, don't, A, don't take it for granted. And, and you know, it's not, the, the water doesn't keep falling. The waterfall doesn't go on forever. Uh, there's always, anything goes up, comes down, goes up. So you have to know you have good days, you have bad days, and uh, don't spend money on others just to, for your own satisfaction. I mean, when you're willing to give things away, you'll have a hundred people around you willing to take. So um, just be mindful of your surroundings. How did you navigate the social side of things because as you as you rightly said there'll be some people out there that want to get close to you as you become more successful so how did you navigate that um i couldn't really navigate it i i just i kind of just fell into it so you know when when you're successful and you're young let's say you're in school and, and you know you're willing to just go and spend money on on whether it be going to play arcades or go to the movies every day or things like that. I mean, everybody will want to be around you. So uh, it wasn't something that I was able to navigate. I really didn't even understand it um, or understand what I was doing. But I just, you know, I, that's how I depleted most of my finances because I kept spending, um, you know, I, I kept spending the money around on useless things every day. So is that something you 
you still do, or are you a lot more strict no. with yourself? No, it's I'm I'm a lot older now too, so it's it's just an age thing. Eventually, you eventually you you develop more self confidence, and you know you get rid of your a lot of your insecurities and things like that. So you don't really need to do things to satisfy others. You focus on satisfying yourself. Talk to us a bit about your relationship with cars, because I've heard that uh-huh. was it the Porsche 911 that kicked off a lot of the the journey that you went down. I've heard that that's, that holds a lot of uh, meaning for, for what you went through. Correct. So um, I love cars. That's like my vice. You know, everybody has something or the other that they they like to, you know, they, they, they have as a hobby or they spend money on. Uh, it's just like their outlet, right? So mine is basically a gym and cars. So um, ever since I've been I've been a kid, every car that I ever collected a diecast model of, I said I want. I'm gonna get this one, this one, that one. I ended up buying all of those cars in 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 real life so um you know one of the the story with the with the porsche was uh when i was overweight when i was over 450 pounds um there's a car that i I purchased I, i purchased this from from another city where i used to reside before and when the car arrived to me i couldn't fit in i couldn't sit inside the car so it took me uh, three to four months where the car was just parked and I couldn't even sit inside to drive it or anything of that nature. It was, I was wow. too big. So yeah. it was one of the, it was one of the, one of the reasons that, that, you know, I wanted to start losing weight and, and just kind of realize that okay, I'm a little bit, uh, you know, I, 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 if I can't fit in a car, this is a serious problem. That makes sense, actually. It's, sometimes it can be like a, a negative motivation, can't it? Can you right. speak to the, the motivation side? And I, I ask that because uh-huh. I'm personally motivated by being harsh on myself sometimes. And yes. a lot of people tend to struggle when people are in air quotes, nasty to them as a way of trying to push them into doing something. So can you speak to that? Was it the negative feeling of not being able to fit in the car that convinced you to try to lose the weight? Um, Yeah, yeah. I didn't really feel negative as such. It just, you know, I I was, um, again, when you're you're, 20, in your early 20s, you don't think or feel, have the same type of feelings as when you're, in your you know late 30s so it just you you don't think the same way you don't the feelings don't come up, come across the same way so it just gave me a little bit of motivation to lose weight but i didn't really have some kind of like negative feeling or depression or things like that so what would you say you were motivated by like what pushes you from health and fitness perspective what pushes you from a, a business perspective at the moment um what drives me is wanting to learn more and be a better version of myself each and every day so um i'm not i'm 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 yeah so i i'm just driven by i'm driven by becoming better than i was yesterday and doing things that uh people around me or you know people i grew up with say that is impossible or that I could never achieve a certain thing. Uh, I like to, you know, prove 
everyone wrong and just prove that I, you know, everyone, including, well, I, I do it for myself, but I'm speaking in general in reference to everyone that, you know, everyone has the power to be anyone they want to be. You know, you hold the key, it's inside you, it's mental. So you have to believe it first and then you have to work each and every single day and you know within a few years of hard work and taking steps forward you can really become that person and achieve what you wanted now i heard a rumor as a bit of a, a backtrack a little bit in terms of your your story jazz is when you were younger so when you were a teenager you actually did really well for yourself to the extent that Am I right in saying that the police raided your high school for, for a particular reason? Talk to us a bit about that. Is that actually true? Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, I actually had, I actually had uh, my lockers, like, you know, invaded and, and they wanted to do a search and see what was going on because uh, of the way that, you know, I was... Uh, um, I was conducting myself more so and, and, you know, just, you know, the way I would, I would come to, come to the school and, and my spending and, and, and all that kind of stuff. Right. So um, I was, of course, I was a little bit reckless. I was, you know, I was, I was very loud and, um, and they wanted to see what I had going on. Um, you know, I had, I had a very expensive cell phone. I had all the, all the little toys that a person could could think of. So they wanted to see, you know, if I was selling drugs or things like that. And then I had to explain that exactly what I do and who I am and uh, to the principal. And then they were like a little shocked, but yeah. How did that conversation go then? I mean, I'm picturing the movies where the police would just dive in they'd rip open the lock and maybe some money fell out or whatever the case was how did you kind of convince them that you were not selling drugs or anything how did that conversation go um i mean it was just you know it was with the school they just wanted to take a look and see um i mean i didn't have to convince them really they had my yeah, my dad come to the school. I mean, I had to show them, you know, I went told them to go to the computer, do a little search and see you know, the type of articles that I, that I write and what my website was, where I was publishing news and stuff like that, and wrestling. And then they kind of got it, but they were very, like, confused as to how that even happened. Like, how does a person learn how to, you know, do this kind of stuff? You were actually self-taught as well, weren't you? The website and coding right. side of things, yeah? Correct, yes. Is that something that was common where people became self-taught? And is that something that you take with you today? Do you try to always be self-taught and always learning new things? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm actually, for the most part of it, I am self-taught. Uh, you know, today in certain things, it may take me a little bit longer. But yeah, I don't, I never read a manual or go buy a course and then try to learn something and go from there. I'm more, even, even my driving, like when I was, when I learned how to drive, I, I was pretty much self-taught. I learned it more so myself than when I went for the first, the first course I went, the, that I went to with an instructor, you'd have to, I'd have to go for 12 to get a pass and then go for my learners. But like I did two courses and they just, they gave me a pass and I went for my learners. So I'm more, I'm, I'm pretty much self-taught. And everything so what i 
I've noticed about yourself as well is that you're quite, I guess, thoughtful about how you you do things when I've listened to other interviews, when I've been following a lot of the things wow. that you're up to on, on Instagram as well. I I consider you quite thoughtful in terms of you know, how you make your decisions. Is that something that you can... Correct. Yeah, yeah, everything for me is a strategy. So I'm a strategist. I just, you know, I, I don't I don't make, uh, I don't post something or do something without without there being a strategy or a purpose behind it. What do you think about when you're making those decisions when it comes to content maybe for Instagram or maybe the companies that you decide to invest in or not invest in? Do you have any principles or questions that you talk yourself through? Um, no, not, not really like that deep, but you know, it just depends on, it depends on what the nature of the post is. Sometimes I'm just doing things for fun, you know, but sometimes you know, a lot of people are getting confused. Hey, is he going here? Is he going there? Is he doing what we think he's doing? Is it something the opposite? Um, so it just it just depends on the given on the given moment. But my my goal ultimately with what I do on my Instagram is Instagram is to create hype, is to create excitement. Um, you know, people want to see cool things. They want to see your life. They want to see stuff like that. And at the same time, it's to it's to have good you know quality content and um and sometimes people know you're you're the real deal on there it opens up doors to more opportunities as well you know it's the one area where people can see who you are for a little bit before they want to make a decision of wanting to maybe get into uh, business with you or stuff like that so if you were to stay on to instagram just for a little bit because You've got quite a sizable following on that platform. I know that's where you spend most of your time. You don't spread yourself out too thinly, but Instagram is your is your thing, and you've got millions of followers on that platform. What strategies do you use that maybe not many people talk enough about when it comes to growing social media followings? First of all, I never believed in Instagram. So this all started in 2000, late 2018, December of 2018. Prior to that, I used to have a private Instagram account. I only had a few hundred followers on there. Um, those were people I knew personally, and that was it. I was never into putting my my private life out there, which I, I actually still don't do. I only post select things, but I don't believe in having your your private life being um, you know accessible and and, and that giving viewing viewable by everybody out there right uh, I think it's a very very powerful platform today I think what started off as a picture sharing app um, you know turned into one of the most probably the biggest media outlet out there um, I think that like for me it's a it's a form of advertising it's a form of brand development marketing just like all these other ones are just like twitter is also just like you uh, just like uh tiktok is which I, I i don't know how to use and I, i've never used it and just like youtube right so all of these things basically turn into marketing and media platforms because of the number of viewers that are on the platform and then the quality of some of the content that's on there more people today watch youtube and instagram stuff than they actually spend time watching tv Right. So um, for me, it's been great. Um, I actually I enjoy it in moderation. I don't spend you know, I don't get lost in the sauce. A lot of people go on Instagram and they look at what the other person has and they think their life is depressing. And it's just 
it becomes a disaster. So you have to go into it with a mindset that, look, you never know what's being posted, if it's real or if it's not real. So you have to always, and, and even if it is real, somebody has better than you, that's normal. It doesn't matter where you go in life. You'll always find or meet somebody that has more than you. You have to you have to actually embrace it and, um, and, and be happy for those people and say, hey, I want to surround myself with those type of people and have an open mindset. And that's how you actually grow. And that's how you attract better things in your own life. So for me, it's been a it's been a great um, a great tool um, to help uh, build a strong audience. And the thing that I get the most traction on the people respect about me, um, and 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 that you know that builds like a loyal fan base is the um, inspiration um, elements that that you know I would give, whether it be being young and having X, Y, and Z, or uh, being self made or having lost over two hundred fifty pounds and having that driven mindset of, of being able to achieve anything you set your mind to. So that's what, that's what does it for me. My, my satisfaction in there comes through the fact that people look at me as an inspiration and that's what forced and forced me and gave me the motivation to want to uh, build more and, and build more content and do more things on Instagram because um, it, you know, people, you never know who you're inspiring. What do you think about because you've got cars you've got planes you go to parties you do a lot of things that some people would be inspired by some people would want to live that particular way and that's why they follow you to a certain extent is to like maybe he'll share things that i can implement in my own life that sort of thing but then because of the nature of the platform there are people that would let's say hire a nice car to take some pictures around take some pictures of them being in the car but they don't actually own the car there's an element of like trying to put on a bit of a show for the platform and yet that's kind of your life so what do you think about people that do that versus yourself that actually lives it so i you know when i started this thing i already had everything so I didn't, I didn't, like, I refuse to post something that, you know, just for publicity reasons that is not mine and post with it. But I'm not saying that's a bad thing. Um, you know, people have to do what they have to do to, to, to build their own followers and fan base, right? It's just, it, it's just what it is. I mean, it converts um, uh, cars, women, you know, bikini, stuff like that. People look at that. So that, that converts. So it's not like, I can't say what someone else is doing is wrong. Um, you know, it's one of those things that if they were just to stand there by a pole on their own, they probably wouldn't get so much traction. So they have to do what they have to do. It's just in my case, you know, I already had everything built. Um, so I'm posting what's mine. Uh, and and I'm, I prefer it to be, I prefer it to be that way. So I'm not, I'm not saying what they're doing really is, is fake yeah if they're standing there saying this belongs to them and xyz yeah that's fake but if they're taking pictures with uh with a nice car or planes just for the sake of getting more likes and attention and eventually being able to monetize more to be able to own that i mean i don't think they're doing anything wrong really um if they're if they're telling somebody hey this is my ferrari i bought this and you can buy one too and buy my course now for you know, ninety nine ninety nine a month, and here's a coupon code for a twenty percent off. 
that's misleading because now they're telling somebody they can own something by promoting their product or service, which they're confusing the person because they themselves don't even own the damn car. So that's, uh, that's where it gets funny. Yeah, I, I completely agree to a lot of that. And I think one of the, the tipping points for me, I suppose, is if they're doing it to sell something that's not theirs. So if they take pictures with the sports car to sell something, whether it's a lifestyle dream or whatever it is that they themselves don't have. Right, right, correct, correct. So if they're, they're selling, they're trying to monetize, that's where the problem comes. Otherwise, I mean, if they're doing things for fun just to build their own <coughs> organic following with a quote on there, there's nothing really wrong with that. People come up to me all the time that's, that, that see me or see my cars or stuff. They want to take a picture, you know. I'm sure they're going to take the picture and post it somewhere or do something with it. There's nothing really wrong in that. It's just everybody appreciates a nice car or, you know, a nice piece of jewelry or, or things like that. You know, it's just, it's, it's normal for people to want to take pictures and post them. Sometimes it's just for self-inspiration. Like they, they see that and they look at it every single day and it gives them that motivation to say, hey, they, 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 can, they can also get this. Yeah, I think it's it's one of those things, really. You're one of the the rare people, I suppose, that let's say post with it to get the benefits from the platform, but it's also yours. Like you're not taking a picture with something that's not yours, are you? Correct. Yes. Correct. How would you feel about a bit of a a rapid fire round? So I've got a list of questions and I can fire uh, them off and you can give the, the sort of first thing that comes to you. Sure, yeah, go ahead. Here we go. What was the best piece of advice that you've ever had? Never wear your emotions on your sleeve. What would be the worst piece of advice that you've ever got? To rush into things. If it's there, just do whatever you got to do to lock it up. Do you have a failure that has set you up for success? So I'd phrase it as the best failure that you've ever had. The best failure I've ever had is what allowed me to achieve a lot of growth and forced me to, um, you know, to, to, to learn to be patient in life. I learned the value of money. More so. So yes, I, I did. I did have that, and that was when I did my stores in Canada, my health stores. What was the the actual failure then? Did you do you overspend? Did you sort of invest in something <laughs> yeah, that I, didn't pay off? I the actual failure. Well, the actual problem was I did it more on an ego and less out of business, and I didn't actually take the time to study the business. I just thought that because I had already achieved success at a very young age multiple times over that I could there's no way that I could fail but really I don't think I still don't think I failed because I was hard for me to walk away from something that was draining so much fight and money but I'd learned a lot in the process and I, I, I navigated um, to utilize what I built there into something else and then you know created the profits what will go down as something that you've done that you would consider embarrassing? What was the the most embarrassing thing that you've done? Let's try and get a bit silly and funny with it. That's a really good question. Um, on the top of my head right now, I don't really, I don't, I don't really, I'm not really embarrassed by anything I did because even if I did something that wasn't that good or something, I still, I still did it 
to learn something. And, you know, I just, I don't, I don't really have anything that I did that was embarrassing. Do you have a favorite exercise in the gym? Do you have a favorite exercise that you do? Um, yeah, abs. Is there anything that is out there at the minute that's a misconception of you? Like, what's a misconception about you that's not true? Misconception? Um, I don't know. I just, I just think that, um, I don't know, people, I, I feel like everybody has, I feel like if it was a few years ago, I'd try to prove myself that, you know, I am who I am or I am who I say I am. But a lot of people would think otherwise and think that, oh, no, this is, this can't be real or you can't have all this or this is not, you know, there's something else there. Or, um, I just, today, I, I don't know. I don't really, I, I, I think everyone's entitled to their own opinion. And, you know, I put 100% of focus on myself and what I have and to continue moving forward. And I, I don't really, you know, if people, pe I let people believe what they want to believe because ultimately it's not going to change, it's not going to change my life. You know, I don't, I don't try to defend who I am with somebody else. If that's what they're, that's what they want to think. They want to think positive. They want to think negative. They want to think I don't have this and this is rented and that's somebody else's. Then, then that's fine. That's on them. I'm not going to defend myself. It's a very, very good way of thinking about it, just to be fair. People need to think more like that, I think. You have to be self-sufficient and you have to be secure with who you are and happy with who you are and comfortable in your own skin. And that's how you can achieve this. Now, you've grown multiple companies over the years. What would you say Correct. were the three main keys to growing a business, say, within one to two years? Because I know you're quite good at quick growth. So let's think one to two year time frame. What would be the three keys to growing the business? The three keys to growing the business? Um, you need to, well, it, it, it's, it's more the biggest thing is your mindset because it all requires having, you know, um, commitment. You have to, you have to commit to it. Um, it's, it's a daily job. It takes a few years, every single day you have to do the same thing. You have to wake up at a certain time, you have to go to work and you have to stay committed and stay focused, right? Focus is the other thing because you can be committed, but if your focus is going in, you know, your energy is levels and your attention span is going in different directions, then you're never going to be focused on that task. Uh, you have to be consistent. So you got to do it constantly. You have to do, you know, repeat. It's repetitive. Yeah. You know, you got, you, you can't like, you can't drop the ball in the fourth day or fifth day or fifth month. Right. Um, uh, you just, and you have to also be passionate about what you're doing. If it's something big, you have to love it. You have to embrace it. You have to tell yourself that, Hey, you know what, this is, I want this for such and such reason, not just because it can be lucrative, but you see yourself being part of that life each and every day for at least five to seven years. Um, it, all of those things put together, um, you know, and, 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 and then have the drive. The drive is just a natural thing. Every day you have to get up and, and you just have to, you don't have to push yourself forcefully, but organically you're, your 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 body and your mind are working in sync to do what it is that you need to do in order to build that that empire or that that success project that you've been working on. 
if your microphone was connected to everybody in the world now obviously if you say something it'd automatically be translated and received however it was meant to be right so you don't have to worry about other people taking it the wrong way right what, what would be your message to the world and to everybody my message to everyone would be that you can achieve anything you set your mind to so long as you have your mind and your head on in the right direction and 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 you know you know what you want and why you want it and work focus on taking small steps forward every day not big leaps but small steps because the small steps allow you to learn the process and enjoy the process as opposed to taking big, big, bigger leaps where you may miss out on learning something in between. And if you hit a little bit of a speed bump, you won't know how to, you know, you won't know how to get over it because you, you did a, a leap just, you know, a couple of steps prior. comes back to what you said before about your commitment to improving yourself every single day. It's good that, you continue to to push that, you know, and to get people to realize that it is about daily commitments to yourself. Right, correct, yes. So what's the future like for you then, Jas? If you've got things on the horizon, what projects are you working on? So I'm working on, um, what I'm working on is, you know, I have a, uh, I'm in the uh, look good, feel great space is what I like to call it. Um, I, I, we have, you know, a series of different brands and products that help you that that help a person uh, with their inner outer beauty, um, and uh, what we're looking to do is obviously expand the business. Right now, we focus on sales directly in the U.S., direct to consumer, all online. We're looking to eventually do distribution, uh, get into some big box stores, different brands and products in the different stores. So they're not all, you know, congestion into, into the same store and also look to open up international soon. Um, so that's, that's kind of what's part of the horizon. The beauty about this business is that these products are, you know, the people are always going to need to take them. Um, look good and feel great is always going to be a priority on everyone's top of mind. Everybody wants to look good and feel great. And, um, you know, they, they're sold at a global level. So my, my goal is to become a more of a um, uh, inspiration at a global level that people look at and say, oh, wow, this guy did it. I can do it, too. And then, you know, with that comes the different things that I do in terms of self, you know, have the brands, the products and, of course, offer people advice and uh, do the speaking on, you know, at the same time, you could take some product, but it's not going to help you develop your personality or change something in your mindset. So you have to always first believe that, you know, you are uh, put on this planet to for a purpose and you have to identify that and just uh, uh, just go out and do what it is that you want, you know, have no fears. I like how you're able to use your brand on Instagram to help you do that it's it's very difficult to to build from scratch as you said it can take years to get to a space where you're able to do the things that that you're able to do so talk to us a bit about the benefits of having a brand like you have and how you use your level of influence to not just sell more things but also help more people as well what are the ways that you personally do that um, I do it just even offline. I mean, 
how you know even anybody would ask me for advice or anytime I can I'm in a in a gathering and and I hear something if I can you know uh, share my input I do I do it so uh, I I always want people to do good um you know I like to be around people that want to learn I like to be around people that have more than me uh, I like to share my thoughts and stuff so that if somebody is doing something that's making them hypothetically two thousand dollars that they can it can now make them you know three thousand or four thousand dollars so uh my you know if, if if someone takes my advice and they're able to make one and a half or two times what they're doing or three times or more or get inspired and, and you know go in a direction that they were scared to before uh, prior and and just build something for themselves um that's what gives me the satisfaction talk to us a little bit about your growth over the years impacting the business i think so many people tend to struggle how self-improvement let's say can benefit companies and benefit businesses so i know that you've gone on quite the weight loss journey and the self-improvement journey how's that impacted the companies and the business side of things and when, well, when I was losing weight, when I was doing it, and I was in the process of losing weight, um, it definitely impacted a lot because I went on a very low-carb diet, so low-carb, no sugars, and it affected my thinking. So at that time, I had to take a little bit of a step back from my business and focus on my health. You can have all the, all the money in the world, but if you're not healthy and you're not able to do certain things, and you're not able to enjoy life, then that money is all useless. So it definitely does, but you have to, you know, now obviously what I do now, it's part of my lifestyle. So I'll train every day. Uh, you know, I'll have days where I binge and eat anything I want. And then, but for the most part, if you look at, you know, like let's say 85% of the year, um, I'm eating very clean. I'm not going out of, you know, out of my lines. Um, but I'm pretty balanced every day. Uh, I feel you can eat anything you want as long as it's in moderation. You know, eat like if you want to have French fries instead of having like, you know, 100 pieces, just have 10, right? So that's just, you get the same taste, the same everything. So you just have to do everything that has to be done in moderation. So how much of your diet would you say was clean or what some people would consider healthy and how much of it would you say you sort of let yourself go a little bit um now or before uh let's let's go sort of when you started and then today oh well when i first started before i mean it was zero percent clean it was all sodas and chips and all the junk food that you can think of you know i, I didn't eat a single piece of vegetable I didn't eat anything that was ever steamed. I, you know, everything had to be fried. Everything has to be greasy. So that's just what it used to be. Today, it's the complete opposite. Today, it's 90% grilled, you know, um, no sodas. I don't touch soft drinks whatsoever. Veggies are a must. Um, just complete opposite. Polar opposite. So today then, do you have a... A morning routine. Do you have something that you yes. stick to every day? Yes. Fasted cardio every day, 45 to 60 minutes, followed by 20 minutes of abs, followed by tra weight training, 
A lot of talk is about cardio and weights, but the sauna can seem a bit of a, a left turn for some people. What benefits do you get from the sauna? Uh, it benefits you in every way. Mental health, you it just releases a lot of toxins and stuff from your body right away. Um, skin, you have better looking skin. It helps your skin glow more. Um, just overall, it's just very good. In the spirit of leaving no stone unturned, is there anything in particular that you would kick yourself about if we didn't get the chance to mention it on on the show? Um, no, no. I think I've, I think I've covered covered everything for the most part. Jazz, it's amazing to have you as a guest on the show. I really enjoyed it. I've taken a lot from the episode. How can people find out more about you? If people wanted to learn more about you, where can they go? Um, I would suggest to go to my Instagram page. That's where you know you can see my all the links to my different articles, my websites, brands. You can see what I do. Uh, a little bit of my day-to-day life um, is on there in my stories. And, you know, a few inspirational messages here and there as well. So, yeah, I would drive everybody to my, my Instagram page, which is uh, the handle at Limitless. At Limitless, yeah, that's, that's quite right. You've been uh, very, very, uh, I don't know whether you got in early with Limitless, but I imagine that being a very, very popular handle for people. Yes, yeah, it is, yeah. <laughs> well for those that are listening feel free to subscribe check out jazz as well feel free to share the show tag us both and we'll happily share it you can tell us all what you think jazz thanks for being a guest got it thanks for having me have a great day if you want to join a community of like-minded people that are on the journey for health wealth and happiness then my fulfillment community my inner circle is for you you get continuous support from myself and also the opportunity to be supported helped guided and collaborate with the other members as well and also you get the chance to ask my podcast guests questions plenty of people in there already so if you click the link in the description for the episode you get access to a two-month free trial and you're under no obligation to continue and you can cancel whenever you want hopefully i'll see you there and i look forward to helping you on your journey